Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, a Texas Tech Athletics Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Michael, what's up, man? Spencer, it's still daylight. What are we doing? <laughs> it's, it's not like so we started early. <laughs> it's it's supposed to. I thought the time we we've we've already had the long day, and now it's just. I think they're getting longer. Uh, did we? Didn't we just hit longest day of the year? Yeah, first day of summer. I think eighteenth or nineteenth, so, whenever that was. So yeah, so it's actually days are getting shorter now. They should you, be. June 21st. I'm just saying it don't feel like it. It's a conspiracy. Well, of some just, sorts. I mean, we're, we're almost a week past it, man. We're, we're on the downslope. Right. I mean, it should be pitch dark right now. Days are getting shorter. Uh, yeah. Not, not because we're starting early, but because we're in the legit middle of the year. Yeah. It's, um, it's difficult to put the boys down. Or it's difficult to put Hayden down. Two-year-old yeah. when it's still light outside, and and even for for a two-year-old, he's got like a late bedtime. He goes to bed about nine o'clock. Um, we try to do between eight thirty and nine during uh the school year. Not that he's mm-hmm. in school, but it helps us get Grayson down on you know on his own about nine o'clock. But it's tough, man. Like he enters room at nine o'clock and like still light coming through his window. Anyways. We have yeah, a, it's, it's, you know, it's one of those times where when they argue with you, you don't really have an answer for it. <laughs> it's like, but I'm it's not, still I'm, bright really not putting, <laughs> I'm not putting you to bed any earlier, man. It's actually, it's time for you to go to bed. It's just, but dad, it's, it's still light outside. Yeah, it is. This is, this is weird. This is weird for both of us. I'm sorry, but it's still, you need to lay down. <laughs> this is, this yeah. is time. And I actually saw this but on, it's not on, dark yet. I know, I know it's not dark yet. <laughs> on TikTok the other day it was like it, it was one of those daylight maps so it was like it had the 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 parabolic shape of like the sunlight coverage and there was a time i can't remember the time or the date there was like 99% of the world's population will have daylight all at the same time i was like that's what? wild yeah 99% of the population would have daylight because like it would cover from like daylight, like the very edge of daylight on like the West coast United States. And then it would, you know, Mm -hmm. dip down and go all around South America, Africa. And then the, the Eastern edge of it would be like running up like the Eastern coast of like 
China and Japan and, and Korea. So it's like majority of the world's population fell within the daylight window of this. It was like, that's wild. Now, obviously the darkness would, would cover a lot of the Pacific ocean, right? Because that's, that's a big ocean, but not, not a lot of people deep. living out there. It's a very, it's a very deep ocean. <laughs> I don't want to talk about deep oceans. We've, I think we had enough of that. Speaking last week. of deep oceans, did you hear about? I'm just kidding. I did. <laughs> We're recording I this did. a little late. We're not very I topical. Did, did you hear about that? that. Uh, no, no, it's it's topical. It just happened. It did just happen. I, I can't well, imagine. I guess technically it happened like a week and a half ago. Yeah, I guess so. Because because they, they when it was released, they heard the actual event happen on Sunday, and so, went all through the week like they're running out of air. The, no, the no, they, time, they've been they've been dead for several days. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, which, not making light of that, but I will say that I cannot believe that there are people willing to pay that kind of money to basically live out ninety percent of our nightmares. Nightmares, our actual keep you up at night things like what if. What if someone put you in a minivan with four other people, <laughs> bolted you in, and then stuck you in a swimming pool for seven or eight hours? Like, yeah, that just sounds like the worst possible thing. Well, let's add, let's add let's add more to it than that. Let's add a <laughs> no, lot more the, risk. The the it hadn't even been long enough for it to be funny yet, but they they've, they've had some people have, have taken their shots. Right. Cause it's obviously like it's, it's ridiculous on the, on the, on the, just on every facet of it. But there've been people posting pictures of like propane tanks, like, Hey, 2,500 oh. bucks to take down to the bottom of the lake. <laughs> I was like, that's not quite, it's funny. Great. It's, it's really not. Um, we're going to roll through sports. Cause we, we have, we have a lot of sports to talk this week. Because this is a sports podcast, man. It's a Tech Tech Sports Podcast. Lots of Tech Tech Sports news. Surprising amount of sports talk in June. Tech uh, Tech Athletics news, uh, baseball news, basketball news, football news. The three big sports. Um, we didn't touch on it very much, except as we were like running out of time on the last episode. Um, but the outdoor track and field season came to an end with the, the national championship meet. And I'm still, I'm still a little fiery about the four by 400 relay team. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was not that it would have changed. Like it, it, well, it would have changed the men's final team standings. They wouldn't have won the title had they won that, that race, but that team would have won a, a national title for sure. Um, but we are, legit officially in the off season of all sports. Um, it's not the same silly season, but it's, it's the ridiculous season of, of, of it being, if, if it's like, if this is the off season, it's been a really ridiculous off season so far. It doesn't look to get any less. So, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. Cause it, it comes from, from, from all three sports that we're gonna talk about tonight. Like all three had something a little bit ridiculous going on, which we'll talk about. Um, the biggest news, Texas Tech news, is that they one rebranded the website texttech.com and got a and got a nice facelift. So the digital team over there has been hard at work building a new website. It launched 
this week. They also launched a all new digital platform, Texas Tech Plus. It's a collaboration with Sideline Sports. Sorry, Sidearm Sports. If you haven't read the release, it's on the Texas Tech website. But what it is, I'm sure you, you've, you've seen it by now because we're not, it's not breaking news. You shouldn't be breaking news. You shouldn't get your breaking news from us. That's what I meant to say. Especially um, in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a new digital network. Uh, all the videos, all the sports, all the time. It's a tagline that Text Tech rolled out with. It's going to be available on any smart TV, any streaming device, texttech.com slash watch and the Text Tech Athletics app. And what it is, uh, it's, it's an enhanced partnership with Sidearm Sports, bring an innovative suite of digital products to Red Raider fans, uh, offering an immersive and interactive experience like never before. Um, it's a digital streaming platform where you can find literally everything text tech athletics related, uh, that they have the rights to on, on the spot, on, on the same spot and the, the, the same space. So you've got all the episodes of the brand. You've got all of the cinematic recaps. Uh, you've got the, the new McGasland, uh, McCasland, <laughs> docuseries, whatever you want to call that coming out. That'll be there. Um, all of the sports announcements, videos, all that kind of stuff, all there at Texas Tech Plus. Like I said, you can get it on the Texas Tech Athletics app, texttech.com slash watch.com slash watch and on a smart TV app. Yeah, while you were actually, I was going through the notes before we kicked it off and I used the app on my phone to download the channel to my Roku TV because I had forgotten I didn't have it on there. Yep. So I can be downloaded Roku Apple. app while we were doing the intro to put the Texas Tech Plus on the TV. It's so efficient. There you go. Got it. So before we jump into the rest of the episode, Michael, before we get into baseball, because there's lots of baseball news. Um, the World Series, the College World Series just ended, but there's some Texas Tech news. Throwing pens over here. Um, basketball news, like we said, there's football news. Before we get into all that, y'all know that we are proud members of the Taking the Planes content network. You can find all of us and all of our work over there on stakingtheplanes.com to include the Gambling Gauchos, also part of the Dave Campbell's Texas College Football Network. I don't know the exact name, but you it's it's their Republic of Football. You can find their podcast feed on the Republic of Football podcast feed. Um, seeing Scarlet, Dinger Derby, and RedRiverDugout.com, all proud partners of Staking the Plains. You can find all of our work there. You can follow us on Twitter at twenty three personnel at punts suck and at Michael underscore LBK. Am I forgetting anything, Michael? Before we jump into baseball, I think you got it nailed, man. All right, let's do it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's home equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. it up on a bounce. He's racing for second throw. Out in second. Young lifts it to right field. Looking for a second home run. And he's got it. Into his own bullpen. Reps and some time because all the teams are there. Wow, this one launched deep left off the bat of Warren. And into the bleachers. There he goes. And the pitch is driven. Speaking of Omaha, the College World Series wrapped up last night in strange fashion. Was I thought you were about to? I thought you were blanking on where it was. No. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. College Charles. Sorry, Charles Schwab Field. Um, so Florida, LSU faced off in the championship series. LSU is the eventual winner of the championship series. Congrats. Go Tigers. They uh, probably have like three of the top 10 picks coming up in the the draft next month. Uh, Consensus, like maybe even the the top two and Dylan Cruz and Paul Skeens. Um, Then you got Tommy Tanks. Uh, which is just ridiculous, ridiculous name. <laughs> um, but the final two games were kind of laughers, right? Like 
Florida exploded on LSU in game two of the series to win 20, 24 to four. Um, and then LSU did it right back to him on Monday and beat him 18 to four or 18 to six, whatever it ended up being. Um, but as a bandwagon, uh, tangential LSU fan, that was a fun game to watch, man. Um, <laughs> you enjoyed yourself. My, my uncle was actually there. I, I, I was texting my, my cousins, uh, and they sent me a screenshot or a, a picture from my uncle who sent them a picture of his seat. And he was on the first base side, just past the infield dirt. So he's in the outfield a little bit but on that first row. Um, there was a foul ball in the seventh inning that went right over his head. <laughs> I text him about it. Uh, he didn't respond till this morning, but it probably won't focus. Right, but th- there there's goes. the railing. Ooh, so, that's so he's not sitting bad. there along the railing. Uh, this was a blurry shot because it was a screenshot of a pause. But this man right ah. here, purple shirt, white hair, kind of reddish face. That's my uncle. Got my mom's arms crossed. Yeah. Um, interesting enough, he and my mom share a birthday, but two years apart. Um, anyways, that side of the family all went to LSU. Uh, my grandfather went to LSU. So we're, we've been LSU adjacent fans. My mom went to Tennessee. I'm not wearing a Tennessee shirt tonight, despite the same color. This is actually Whataburger, which we'll talk about later. Um, <laughs> this is a fashion podcast. It is. It's my Magellan fishing shirt that I got for my birthday, but it's Whataburger. And got the, anyways. Um, yeah, it was, it was fun and entertaining a ton of home runs hit in this college world series. I think Florida set the record or whatever. Um, but just in general, uh, but both Sunday and Monday games were just very offensive firepower uh, based and, you know, kudos to LSU for being able to bounce back after losing by 20 runs in the championship series to win the thing on Monday. Um, and the, did and you, the, and to win the way they did, yeah, they, 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 they smacked Florida and it, it helps. They, they got like a six run second inning uh, that really got, got them rolling and it really kind of demoralized Florida. Um, did you watch any of the series, Michael, or any of? OK, no, nah, okay. I was I was totally checked out. Well, I enjoyed it I, because it was against Florida and I, I was still I'm, I'm not a Florida fan at all. I was just you know a little bitter, too, that we lost to Florida, but. Texas Tech does have this going for them. Texas Tech and LSU, the only two teams in the postseason to beat Florida. So there we go. LSU did it twice. Texas Tech only did it once. Um, but Texas Tech, we're gonna go with uh, a guy that was featured in a couple of highlights in that in that uh, that bumper there, Josh Young. Not surprising, but still kind of surreal to see. Is on to the second round of All Star voting. And not only is he through the first round, he is leading it 50, or at least when, well, last time I saw it, 59% to 41% in the fan vote for the starting third baseman for the American League. What? It's as a, it's a, very as a rookie. Effective, yeah. It's his it's first a, full year. A very effective Texas Tech slash Texas Ranger online presence, I think, is, is part yeah. of that. So you can get involved, obviously vote once per day, every 24 hours, MLB.com slash vote takes you to the all-star ballot. You can just vote for him or vote for the entire team. 
Um, Texas, the Rangers, uh, a, a little surprisingly, could have second, short, third, and the catcher on the infield make it. Um, and the finalist, Marcus Simeon, is up there for for second base. Corey Seager's in there for shortstop. Obviously, Josh Young is has a commanding lead for third base. Jonah Heim is up there for catcher. You could have four of the six infield spots. You know, I'm, I'm including the, the the pitcher there for infield. Uh, could be Texas Rangers. Um, so go vote. Do your do your part, everybody. I know Texas Tech likes to vote. Um, but yeah, so far he's got 71 hits, 13 home runs. This is even including, uh, or, you know, considering he's in a pretty bad slump right now, but Josh Young is still performing just phenomenally for his first full season with the Rangers or full, full season with, with the club. He's been there. Obviously he played up there with a little, little bit last year, but 71 hits, 13 home runs, 40 RBI, uh, 285 average. Is that still, a, no, it's, it's dipped down to 270 right now. 15 home runs, 44 RBI. Um, just phenomenal. Uh, let's talk transfers really quickly, Michael, before we bounce, because I got nothing else for baseball besides. I mean, because here's the thing the tracking the baseball roster is never as straightforward as it is with any other sport. It's probably the least transparent of anything. Um, so like I have a I have a few names of updates of like who's who's in and out and and transfers um where some of the guys that had announced during the transfer portal where they're going to go had a couple of guys um commit from the transfer portal to come to Texas Tech we'll talk about talk about them um but then like we won't really know like with how how the draft impacts the signing class coming in uh, until they get here in the fall. And even then we've seen really highly rated guys get here and then not make the team in the spring. So really we'll know, we'll know the baseball roster a couple of days before the first game in February. Um, but as of right now, we knew we do have a you know, the handful of, of guys that had announced their intentions to transfer out. Uh, we've got four of them from Texas tech that have found a landing spot shortstop Cade Magar announced he's going to be going to Abilene Christian. So I'm sure we'll get to see him. Andrew Devine is headed to Austin P. I hate this one, but Brendan Gurton is headed to OU. They've done quite well historically with Texas Tech pitchers. And then uh, right-handed pitcher Dax Doffey is headed, headed to Division II National Champions Angelo State. So staying within the Texas Tech system, but well, do you think there's any chance Texas Tech might not play OU next year? I mean, it's possible, but I think because uh, there are there thirteen baseball teams, so you would have twelve. I think so. Twelve series. This... I think. No, I think the I think the the schedule was released and that they they, they play all, all twelve. Oh dang! I didn't know the schedule was released. Okay, maybe I'm making that up. Well, let's see the UCF twenty twenty three. Nope, nope. I because seen because uh, 
I thought I saw it somewhere where like conference play starts pretty early. Dot com slash. I don't know, man. Here. 24 baseball schedule. Okay. There's tech athletics. Yeah. And all they have on tech's website are. Um, the Shriners classic. Or Shriners children's college showdown. That's all they have. Wow, this is really throwing me off. This this website update that you mentioned. <laughs> it's, I don't the, know the, if I like it. Formats changed quite a bit. Yeah, yeah so you go to the 2024 schedule. Uh, they've got Tennessee, Oregon, Nebraska in there for the Shriners Children's College Showdown at Globe Life Field. Um, oh, good. It's going to be on that Flow Baseball. Uh, flow Baseball. So those are the guys that are that are transferring out that have landing spots. So waiting to hear from Jarek C- Curtis, Ryan Brome, Jack Livingstone, Dylan Carter. We did know that Hudson White was already headed to Arkansas or Arkansas, depending on who you talk to. Um, but there were a couple of guys that. Hey, did you know that Arkansas was the only state mentioned in the Bible? <laughs> I'm sorry, I I, I just did just popped in my head when I said that um, there are a couple guys that were in the transfer portal that have announced they're headed to Texas tech. Um, I'm excited about this one infielder slash third baseman Cade McGee. I know we talked about the lack of third baseman having the, the impact it did on Texas tech this season, having to play Bazell out there at third when he should have been behind the dish. Uh, Cade McGee was a two year starter for Gonzaga. Uh, is a, he will be a junior a 6'1", 195, will be a junior, incoming junior from Tucson. Um, career, he's batting 297, uh, slugging 404, sorry, on base of 404, slugging 534, 16 home runs, 51 RBI with four stolen bases. He has pitched in a game, Michael, and it was last year against Texas Tech. He went one in a third inning. Gave up two hits, one run, five walks, and two strikeouts. And while he was on the mound, Texas Tech took the lead. So he is responsible and took the loss. But Cade McGee is not going to be not going to be a pitcher for Texas Tech. He's going to be a third baseman, or, or at least an infielder, but probably a third baseman. Uh, bringing a junior transfer like that from the Zags, and then left-handed pitcher Max Huffling, this giant behemoth of an individual from. Edmond, Oklahoma, coming from ACU, 6'9", 250, will be a senior when he gets to Texas Tech. Um, versus Texas Tech, he's done really, really well. <laughs> he's thrown 12 and a third innings uh, against Tech, given up four hits, six earned runs, though, uh, based on a couple of walks, but, or three walks to 18 strikeouts. But... You just love to see a giant left-handed pitcher that will now be facing you um, when you've had trouble facing guys like this before. Um, if you can't beat them, steal them, right? 2023, he had a 540 ERA with a 145 whip uh, through 48 and a third innings pitched, gave up 40 hits, 29 runs, 41 strikeouts to 30 walks. Career, it's a 459 ERA. Uh, he's 14 and two as a starter. He's appeared in 62 games, 
thrown 145 innings, um, 115 hits, 75 earned runs, 153 strikeouts to 98 walks. So he won't be a starter, or at least he hasn't been a starter with those numbers. Um, you know, 145 innings in 62 games, that's not starter innings. You can get 145 innings in a, in a year with a starter. Um, but you can tell, like, he was called on a lot. Um, and when he was on the mound, uh, you know, being able to command a 14 and 2 record in the games he got a decision in is pretty impressive. So, Max Huffling, 6'9, 250 guy that ate your lunch when he was on the mound. We'll be pitching for the Red Raiders next year. So there's that. Six six nine standing on a baseball mound is just it's always fascinating. Yeah, he's no gonna be what. standing above him like eight feet. Mm-hmm. It's, that it looks like it's coming straight down. Yeah, if he's on the mound at at, at UT, <laughs> he'll he'll be like seven five out there. Yeah. But Anything else baseball related, Michael, before we want to bounce really quickly? No, no okay. good. There's, there's go sports. Go sports. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's do basketball. Okay. Okay. Let's do that. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Here comes Stevenson. Spins. Over the top of Bormick and a ground strip by Owens. Ready on the run. Bounce pass. Here's Culver. Evans. Yes. Game over. Mooney with a crossover and the line. Owens. Now the shot clock is at three. Mooney spins, fires. Oh, he got it to go. Edwards with a three. Good. What a shot, Kyler Edwards. Ready, double, and the two. All right. Some uh, recruiting news. We'll start there because I, I, I think I think that's going to be the, the theme tonight. Michael's recruiting. Um, I mean, I guess that's the biggest thing you can do as long as you're avoiding coaching scandals. Not looking at you, Bob Huggins. Um, but you've had a couple chronic, of chronic recycler, Bob Huggins. <laughs> Just really, just staunch environmentalist. That's that's mostly what he's he's known for. That's he's the have legacy a, he leaves. He's going to have a lot more time to focus on the environment now. True. Yeah. Adopt a highway. The Bob. There's going to be a lot of Bob Huggins highways between Morgantown and Pittsburgh. Yeah. There you go. Um, I'm sure we touched on it, but Warren Washington uh, transferred or has committed will play for Texas Tech as a as a. Uh, the transfer, uh, also from Arizona State, 
Devin Cambridge. He most recently committed. Uh, he is a guard slash wing uh, forward. I don't know. 6'6", 215 guy. Uh, will be a senior this upcoming year. Um, so with the commitments and decommitments, you have one spot available, which is good to see when you're still hosting guys for official visits because you do have a uh, West Virginia transfer portal guy uh, in Toussaint who is on campus currently. Uh, McCaslin is batting a 1,000 on guys that are on on campus that are committed. Um, you did lose one of the commits, which is rare, but it appears it's medical related that he didn't get his full medical clearance from the doctors and everybody here in town. So he is seeking opportunities elsewhere. But uh, I'm speaking of Deshaun Jackson um, was coming in. It was going to be a, uh, a another big to, to play with Warren Washington, um, but there's some concerns about his health. So wish him the best of luck. Looks like he's headed to Charlotte, who he initially and originally committed to when he hit the portal. They still want him. So good luck to him. Um, you have, like I said, one spot remaining uh, because you do have 13 spots and the Jackson decommit opens that spot up, but your, your roster looks like this guards, pop Isaacs, Drew Steffi, Chance McMillan, Lamar Washington, Demarion Williams, Kerwin Walton, uh, and a walk on Jack Francis. And then your forwards slash wings, bigs, Robert Jennings, Kyrie Lindsay, Darian Williams, Warren Washington, Amelia Yalaho, and Devin Cambridge. Michael, you found a note that McCasland recently uh, offered a a youngin. Yes, there's. I I mean I, I'm I'm sure this is fine, but it just struck me as very interesting because I, I just I saw the tweet come across and you know grateful to be offered by Coach McCaslin you know means a lot and it's by a kid named Austin Brown and I I clicked his profile and went to it class of 2026 Spencer he just got out of he's he's just finished freshman he just finished his freshman year in high school and he's been offered of course he is six seven. <laughs> That's a big dude. <laughs> At he's one eighty five. Thirteen. He can handle the ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he gets like double doubles, like it's nobody's business. I mean, I, I, I I'm not questioning the judgment here, but you know, it, it took me a second to to kind of click through and feel like this was okay to be excited about a, a fifteen year old offering a fifteen year old kid. I wonder if he'll get the yeah. McGaslin bump, much like the McGuire bump. The McBump, if you will. <laughs> the McBump. The tech Mc, the tech Mc, McTech bump. Yeah. The McBump. Excuse Co- me. Coining it here. Hashtag McBump. Hashtag. Oh God. <laughs> I did that from because it's on a <laughs> what was what there was some skit, wasn't it? It was like uh there was uh, it was on well sorry, it was this. He drew it like that. It was Neil Patrick oh. Harris and How Much Your Mother. But the, the the two like that, I think it was on SNL or something. Uh, yeah, I think that was, I either saw that or it was one of those 
late show skits what? where it was supposed to like keep Timberlake people from or actually. Yeah, it was supposed to keep them from saying the word hashtag. Yeah, because every time you did it, every time you said it, you had to do that. Those two fingers, four fingers, I guess. It was it was like a training mechanism, but I don't think it was working. Something like that. Anyway, Austin Brown, wow, come on down, big man. dude. Yeah, looks like a uh, we. We did already kind of mentioned it. Uh, Bob Huggins resigning. Um, wish him the best, man. But uh, Texas Tech and Big 12 adjacent. Several, several current players hit the portal. Um, and it looks like, uh, I, hate, I hate it, but it's just the style you play and how, it, how it's similar across the conference. You are competing with conference mates to pick up these guys, namely Kansas State. Um I like Jerome Tang. I would love to see him coach somewhere else. <laughs> the yeah. hell out of the Big 12. Yeah. Because um, they are, uh, he's he's turned the Wildcats even more into like just a, a really good competitive team and like directly going up against Texas Tech for, for lots of guys, um, which is good. Competition's good, but yeah. Uh, and then, the uh, the Air Raiders. Do you want to talk about that for a second? Yeah the the basketball tournament kicks off. Lubbock is hosting. Uh, starts the nineteenth of July, so pretty quick. It's going to be here before we know it. And I just kind of want to roll through there. It looks like they finalized the roster, and we've got. I don't know who this guy is. Hey, West Virginia is also hosting. They are. And I think um, Wichita Xavier has like and brackets. Syracuse. Yeah. Dayton. Yeah, that's kind I'm of going weird. through the bracket right now. Lubbock. Yeah. So yeah, the, the opening will, round, it's on the 19th. Y- yes, it's on the 19th. Um, Texas Tech's team is, of course, the Air Raiders can't quite, you know, you can be adjacent to the mothership of Texas Tech, but can't just flat out say Red Raiders or Texas Tech or anything like that. Uh, but game one would be July 19th versus the Purple Hearts. They have an interesting story. It's a team started by a, a former NBA player who wants to raise awareness for gun violence. He sadly lost his daughter to that. So, mm. That's where their name comes from. I just kind of want to look them up. I didn't know if it was a, a veteran team or a team from a, you know, a military academy school, but uh, that's where the Purple Hearts are are from. So July 19th, 8 p.m., tip-off against them. Game two, if Tech wins, uh, would be two nights later on the 21st, 8 p.m., versus the Enchantment or Austin's own. I haven't really looked into them that much. Um but the roster, I mean, I, I'm sure a lot of you guys kind of follow this already, but uh, it's, it's just kind of interesting to go through here and see the, the photos that they picked because they're from all varying parts of everyone's career. So Andrew Sorrells and Clark Lammert are both credited as the GMs <laughs> and uh, point guard is Davide Moretti. Davion Warren is back as a shooting guard. Dejan Kravich? Yeah. You remember him? No. <laughs> he, it was like, you? he played, yeah, it was like a, it was a big dude. 
that played like late Pat Knight years, early like Tubby Smith time. Chris, Chris, what's his name? Hold on. Okay. Oh, Walker. He played for tech. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he played for tech. Um, he was, he was a junior in 2013. Yeah, there you go. So, okay. From Ontario. So he's a, he's a legit seven footer on the team. Well, he's that's what's interesting on the tournament's website. He's listed at six ten, but on Texas Tech's website, he's listed at seven <laughs> yeah. foot. So yeah. take that how you want. Uh, let's see. Assistant coach Gino Sacedo, head coach Jason Stout. But did we get into John Robertson? Huh? Also a point, point guard. guard from the uh, the night era. Really good point guard, um, underrated, I believe. Very interesting to me, Kyler Edwards coming back. Yeah. Also uh, um, listed as a point guard. I, I mean, maybe because he like the guys that are, that are on the team, he wants to play with them. Well, I think they, they are took some a former... really hard... Yeah, I think they took a really hard stance on everyone being alumni or have played for Texas Tech this well, year. Okay, but but there's one guy in here I don't I don't I don't know know who he is. Who? Okay, we're, we're, we're scrolling down. I know. Okay, but he's not listed on this other. Sh- hang on, let me show you this other. Well, I'm on the website. I'm on the head. I know, but if you go to the roster one, yeah. If you go to that link, he's not listed on that. So I feel like, yeah, I he feel is. Like where you're looking at now, is he? Yeah, it's it's the like if you go to the the basketball tournament website, you go to the Air Raiders team page, you go to roster, it's listed Kyler Edwards, Todrick Gocher, which we haven't got to yet, sorry, Terrence Harvey, Dayon Kravitz, John Roberson, Dayon Warren, among others that we'll 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 get to. Hang on. Let me let me show you. But I'm I'm not seeing like the the coaches or, or GMs that you're you're listing off. So I just I just sent you another link and it does not include that Terrence Harvey guy, whoever that is, because I feel like someone just messed up on the website because I was racking my brain about him. <laughs> he is not listed where I'm looking. Yeah. OK, so this is this is for sure a different website than I was on. Uh, yeah, this yeah, is Davion. awesome. I mean, Kyler Edwards is back. Matt Mooney, Parker Hicks, who's played for tech, sort of. And Lubbock Christian. He did. He did. And then, of course, Tariq Owens, like you mentioned, Todrick Gocher. That's really exciting. And probably the most exciting for me is seeing Zach Smith come back. Mm-hmm. I, I feel I feel pretty jazzed about this team. I'm I'm unsure what I'm going to be up to during that week. I know that I have a possible trip planned, but I really so hope I, to at least make this first game. I wonder if the uh, if the the website I was looking at just had like a, just a, a typo. Cause it didn't have Tariq Owens, but the one you did has him listed. Well, maybe it has, um, I know exactly what you were talking about. Cause I, I was, I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> the yeah. I was like, I, listed. I couldn't even find him. But yeah. So the, the team, like, like pretty salty group, right? Uh, Davide Moretti, yes. Davion Warren, Dayon Kravich, John Roberson, Kyler Edwards, Matt Mooney, Parker Hicks, um, Tariq Owens, Todrick Gocher, and Zach Smith, man. 
Yeah. I mean, it's very, just, very athletic group. basketball. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And very tall. A lot of, you know, six, Where's eight Jay guys Crockett, man? super athletic. That's like the, the guy that like within the mole that's missing is Jay Crockett. Yeah. He's right in that wheelhouse of this, of, of this group. This is kind of like a legends group. Cause it, it seems like there's a, if you, if you, place all these guys on a roster you could cover like 18 years of tech basketball or something like that like they were all overlapping just long enough you know to to have covered all the way back to 04 or something i think roberson's the earliest right not 04 probably a little bit and then it goes to 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 kravich kravich i don't know how you pronounce his name but Anyways, yeah, Gocher, it's very I'd mixed, imagine. man. Yeah. Gocher, and then uh, yeah, everybody else. We just list all their names off, anyways. So don't need to go through it again. Let me see how I can get. How do you? How, how much are tickets? All right, we're, we're gonna we'll do it. So live. game one, July nineteenth. Is it eight or nine p.m.? It's it's the last game that night. So eight p.m. Uh, there at the the supermarkets arena, United Supermarkets Arena. Uh, where is United Supermarkets Arena? Enchantment. That's weird. Are tickets not on sale yet? I don't know. It's just very confusing. TBT round one, Bleed Green versus Rising Grind and HPC United versus In the Lab. Oh, that's the game. That's okay. They're they're in sessions. Okay, I got it. I'm an idiot. So, w- so which game is Texas? They're they're in the, they're in game six that day, right? No, they're the last or they're game four of the Lubbock tournament. Anyway, because there's games at one, one, three, six, and eight. So the tickets that you would buy would get you into the Enchantment versus Austin's own. Um, that would be game three i guess of the day at 6 p.m and the game four would be of course your air raiders versus the purple hearts so that would be great because you'd get to go and watch the team that if tech wins you know whoever wins the first game that's who tech would play next so you'd get to watch both of those games and how much are they get tickets i don't know yet sorry guys i should have done this a little bit earlier call select a seat just a sec. Hold uh, tight as we find tickets. Okay, twenty-five to thirty dollars price range per ticket. That just seems like a global thing, and and it looks like they're only selling the lower bowl. It doesn't look like they have any available in the very upper two hundreds, which makes sense because I mean I doubt they would get that type of turnout, but I'm sure they could open them up if they did. Um, but I'm sure the goal is to just fill the lower bowl as much as possible. So yeah, twenty five so, to thirty bucks, depending on where you pick. All right, uh, it, it's on the the Texas Tech United Supermarkets Arena website, but they also cover the players and the years they played at Tech. So going back, just because we mentioned it, John Roberson, two thousand seven to two thousand eleven. Ah, Todrick Gocher, eleven to sixteen. Dayon Kravich, twelve to fourteen. Zach Smith, fourteen to eighteen. Moretti, seventeen to twenty. Mooney, eighteen to nineteen. Owens, eighteen to nineteen. Kyler Edwards, 18 to 21 and Davion Warren, 21 to 22. So 
15 Man, they, years. It almost does overlap. Yeah. I was, I wasn't too perfectly far. for 15, 15 years. <laughs> yeah. I think they encompass 15 full years somehow. Texas tech will be the, the one seed obviously as, as the host, but the other teams bleed green or North Texas alumni, uh, HBCU United. So players re- representing historically black colleges, and universities, um, Featuring New York Knicks center Kyle O'Quinn, start at Norfolk State. Norfolk, Norfolk State. Uh, the enchantment is New Mexico alumni, Austin's own Texas alumni. Uh, that team would be as a five seed, but um, Mick Cabongo, Jordan Hamilton, Cameron Ridley, Clint Chapman, Kerwin Roach, and more. Remember Roach for sure. Uh, in the lab. Uh, basketball content brand with more than 600,000 YouTube subscribers. Um, basketball influencers Devin Williams and Devontae Friga, in addition to some high-level overseas bros. Rise and Grind, collection of D2, 3, and NAIA ballers. And then the Purple Hearts, a team that Michael mentioned, uh, secured their spot via a buy-in. So, yes. Yeah, I think they are... They're mostly there to raise awareness and I mean, I'm sure make some noise. I'm sure they're the guys yeah, that got to play or are, are going to try to win a basketball game. I mean, it's, well, and if you win the tournament, you get a million dollars, man. So yeah, yeah. It's kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. All right. So tournament starts uh, about three weeks from now. May try to make it out, man. That, that sounds like it, like it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Get your tickets. Especially like the, middle of um, summer. Yeah. That first section you know, the, the section of seats that they bring out kind of in the lower bowl that that go mm-hmm. to the floor, those are pretty much all sold out already. So you'll you'll be in the upper bowl of the lower bowl, if that makes any sense. <laughs> the the permanent seats. The permanent seats, correct. That's more than likely what you'll get unless you get some secondhand stuff. Some hand. Is that even right? Second the second-hand second hand market? market? There it is. Anyways. I know business. <laughs> let's uh let's let's wrap this up. Let's get to, to some football, Michael. What do you say? Shall we? Let's do it. Escape and that picked off. Back to back turnovers and water. One of the other way. Down the sideline. Touchdown. Kick six. 70 yards. Marquise Waters. Play fake. Fine start again. And he's in the end zone for his first collegiate touchdown. The deep ball down the middle. It's caught. Touchdown. Texas Tech. Miles Price. 39 yards. Picked off at the 20-yard line. Smith to throw it. Has a man downfield. And Texas Tech finds the end zone. It's McLean Mannix. Brooks to the left side. To the five. Touchdown. Red Raiders. Smith. Find a little time. Throwing to the back of the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. 
tied at 38. Three seconds to go. 62-yard try. Garibay has his foot into wow. it. It may be long enough. It is good. It is good. It is good. Jonathan Garibay has won the game with a 62-yard field goal. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? Woo! All right, so couple updates football wise do you want to do the non-recruiting stuff first michael or do you want to do recruiting and then get to the uh the, the crane climbing and your your trip to vegas yeah let's let's get the recruiting stuff out of the way all right let's so let's kick it off well there's actually one one other thing that's not recruiting that we'll talk about too um Texas Tech is or has been hosting a bunch of recruits uh, on official visits. Uh, they've garnered some some success and, and got a bunch of verbal commitments. Your class is up to 14 guys currently as of recording. That's good for like, I think it's at least top 25 uh, in the current rankings, uh, which is not a surprise. Um, still a handful of guys that are expected to have already given their verbal commitment, but are waiting to make the announcement. One of those guys that we had talked about as a possible silent commit a few weeks ago made his announcement today and defensive end Eddie Smith. So you got both of the defensive ends from this school in Houston that I'm blanking on. But they, they play together and they both committed to Texas Tech um, and they will play in Tim DeRuiter's scheme. But today you got uh, three-star defensive end Eddie Smith or Ghost Smith. He's got ghosts and quotations in his Twitter handle. So if you haven't seen that that uh, Twitter announcement video, that there's a commitment announcement video, you can spend a couple minutes and watch that. Spoiler alert, he pulls off uh, a shirt to reveal he's wearing a Texas Tech football shirt underneath and puts on a Texas Tech visor. So he announces it that way. That's Thank you for spoiling that for me because I I did click over there and I was at work. <laughs> and I thought it was just going to be a photo. And then I saw it was a video. And then I saw it was over two minutes. And I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, Eddie. I got to get back to work. But thanks, um, for, thanks for becoming a Red Raider. And sorry that someone at Guns Up Nation scooped your pick like six minutes before you got to announce it yourself. Sorry, man. <laughs> Which is funny. Uh, I mean, it's not funny. I think what had happened, and they were in in conversations with 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 the the athlete, right? And they they had figured out he was going to announce today at two. And I guess the dude scheduled the tweet or whatever. And it went out at two o'clock and then the athlete's commitment announcement got out at two Oh six. So it's like, Hey well, man, you, you know, that video took not a while to load. That was, that was probably what it was. The video just needed. To, if, he, if he hadn't done that, he would have been fine. Maybe. Yeah. Um, text tech is, is in on, on several other big, Big names, Michael. One of them. You actually landed a verbal commitment. I believe it's a preferred walk-on, since it's so late in the in the class and the cycle. But 2023 Blinn College offensive line Dalton Merriman. So he will be here on campus this summer. Six nine three twenty five tackle. Holy cow! 
It's another six nine big dude athlete you're adding to the Texas Tech athletic roster. One in baseball, one in one in football. Uh, if you watch his video, he he hides his three twenty five quite well in that six nine frame. He looks like he could carry quite a bit more weight and then look like an offensive tackle. But obviously at three and twenty five pounds, he's already kind of pushing like big boy status. But also at six nine. <laughs> Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of places for that to go. Yeah. Um, as someone that's 6'4", I don't weigh 325, uh, but someone that's 6'4", like, hey, there's a lot of space for that weight to get stretched out on. But yeah, especially as a, as, as a college athlete, man, and in, in the shape they are, even at, at that that weight. Um, so congrats on his commitment to, to continue to play college football. Uh, Dalton Merriman and then the high school defensive end Eddie Smith um, a few guys still may be silently committed waiting on their announcement uh, one is playing the social media game very well <laughs> just put it that way um, and it's been like I, I'm sure there are people that are that are frustrated and irritated with the process, especially with this this specific uh, athlete. But like, it's actually been kind of entertaining, and like, you can step back a little bit. Like, I appreciate his 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 hustle. <laughs> I well, appreciate and, and not just his what, hustle, but whatever his... it is, like, like if he ends yeah. up at tech or not, like he's he's done it in a way that's actually been entertaining and not irritating. Well, so. and he's he's self aware, and he's not. Yeah, that too. Um, he's not getting his feelings hurt or anything. He's, you know, it. It's been refreshing to see someone just play the game this well. And like you said, I mean, I recruiting is not my favorite thing anyway. I don't really. You did not say that. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not put words in your mouth. But it's um, it's not something I really follow that much. But it's kind of hard not to follow this a little bit just because of how much he's uh, getting traction from all sides, from everybody. I mean, um, changing his cover photo, like deactivating his account, reactivating it, all the other tools he has. I, I swear if he, if he had my Twitter account password for like three hours, I'd probably triple in followers just because he'd come up with really cool ways to get people to engage and to, you know, pay attention to, to, to my little old Twitter account. So, I mean, he's, yeah, he's very interesting and someone I will probably kind of keep an eye on no matter where he lands. But, but yeah, it's still, there's, there's a lot of, as, as, uh, as an old ball coach would say, you know, there's just a lot of ball game left. You know, this is, uh, he's, Oh, for sure. High school junior heading to his senior year. He's class of 24, Nothing's been signed. Nothing probably will be signed until December. December. So six months. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> yeah. And so he's he's going to be able to, and rightfully so, use social media to his full advantage and showcase the great plays he hopes to make in the fall that I'm sure he will make. Um, you know, I'm, I'm other visits he's going to have in the fall. Uh, yeah, it's... I'm, I'm really interested in it. And, and just the, like you said, the way he's doing it, he's doing it kind of tongue in cheek. He knows, he knows what he's doing and he's, uh, <laughs> he's really smart. So yes, I'd love to see him in 
in a Red Raider uniform, but I'm not going to believe anybody who eyeball emojis and says that they know something because they don't. This guy will. He's smarter than all of us, I think. Um, he he did very well in the state seven on seven tournament. Um, while he was down there, was also going to visit A and M. So, like I said, he's still he's taking advantage of of what's available to him as a high school recruit, a highly coveted high school recruit. Um. And enjoying the process, it looks like. So y'all just sit back and enjoy it too. Cause this is just what McGuire is building will not be made or broken by this player's commitment or not. Like the McGuire era will not be defined by this player coming to Texas Tech and it will not be de- defined on if he does not get him to sign at Texas Tech. So it will be fantastic if he does and be lots of fun. But um, I want to touch on on something else uh, really quick before we get to the crane. You saw, Michael, that LSU had to vacate a lot of their wins from a few seasons ago. Including a Texas Bowl victory over Texas Tech. So you remember that game when uh, Leonard Fournette went in dry and just made it really painful for all of us Red Raiders all night? (laughs) Yes. Didn't happen. Just beat the absolute crap out of us. Never. Not in the record books. Not anymore. Nope. Don't even think about it. Texas Tech wins that game by (laughs) forfeit uh, seven, eight years after the fact. Um, So go ahead and. Six uh, on the season, right? Update the record or, books for Texas Tech and for Cliff Kingsbury. Yep. Um, your bowl records, your versus SEC opponents' records, all that kind of stuff. Is it too late to bring Cliff back? He's coming back for the Ring of Honor thing anyway. Maybe he'll just maybe he'll just so, coach. Do, do you remember? You remember a couple weeks ago we we're like, hey, there's like a plane coming in from from LA. Like it apparently with one guy on it. Cliff and uh, and Riley are are in. Uh, Whatever. I, I have my right. suspicions it had to do spat. it had to do with the Ring of Honor stuff. Because the the Texas Tech posted that that announcement video between that conversation that uh Kirby Hocutt called Kingsbury and announced it to him, told him, uh, along with Rodney Allison. And not not that not that Kingsbury's like a high emotion guy, like off the field, but his reaction indicated he knew that was coming. Because uh, oh, sure. there was no reaction. Um, <laughs> well, he's a great. <laughs> you've seen the video, player. you know. Yeah, um, he just was like very cool. Yeah, I was very honored to, to spend my time there. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Texas Tech is now a Texas Bowl winner from 2015 over LSU. Just go us. To see it, you know. Yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes was not running for his life all night. Arden uh, Key. None of that happened. Had no impact on that game. Nope, not at all. All of that. All of that was just a really, a really bad uh, fever dream. A <laughs> fever dream. That's exactly what it was. So was, was Arden Key even on that on that team? Hold on. Sorry. Well, I will look I'm, that up. You 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 go on. 
I'm really glad that this didn't happen before I went to Vegas because I probably would have put even more money on the Red Raiders, knowing that they did pull off that win against Leonard Fournette uh, back in 2015, like we all thought they would. But I was in Vegas last week, and you know, I just didn't feel like I just didn't feel like gambling. I just really didn't do much at all. I, I made two sports wagers. I made a handful okay. of wagers for for a fellow listener. I don't want to. I don't want to say who it is in case. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. I just it's not like I've talked to him about talking about it on the podcast. But he made some pretty cool bets. Uh, one of them was uh, he put a ten spot on Tech to win the national championship. Because why the hell not? And I forgot what the odds were. I think it was. Um. Oh, 150 to one, I think. I think it was 300 to one at some point. And then um, I got in on it a little bit later, I guess, at Caesars than when it opened. So it's moving our way. Uh, But anyway, I made two wagers the whole time I was there. I just wasn't really in the gambling mood. And it was a weird time. You know, one of my favorite things to do in Vegas is to go play roulette. Well, it's not so fun when it's just like you're the only one doing it and you don't really feel like it. But my really my first favorite thing to do is to make sports bets and watch, then watch the game. But I'm not really that knowledge about Major League Baseball. Not really into it. College World Series, whatever. And yeah, my wife wasn't there to sit and watch me watch a two and a half hour, three hour baseball game. So I, long story short, I did lay down some bones on Tech to cover in Wyoming at minus fourteen. And then I hammered the over on seven and a half go. wins, and I, I put I put a, a fifty bucks on each. So it's not like it's a crazy amount, but it's it's enough to sting a little bit, and it's enough to where you know I, I will mail in my tickets to Caesar's Palace and pay the whatever I've got to pay to get him to mail me a check. It's fine. Okay, well that that's exciting that, that you you, uh, you were able to get in on that, uh, and and you know sorry you didn't get to enjoy the the games that you normally would play, but um, Arden Key did play in that game versus Texas Tech. Um, had Steel three trip. solo tackles, uh, no tackles for loss, no sacks, but that that was his that was his freshman year, so uh, he hadn't quite developed into the madman that he he ended up being but um all right last thing mcguire made true in his promise to climb the construction crane that's standing atop the south end zone renovation project and of course had to do it with cameras there man just to 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 give proof to all the fans um probably i bet that was also requested by the Maybe a couple of lawyers, possibly some insurance agents. That a video photographer went with them. Videographers like document safety procedures and, you know, if something were to happen to their investment, if (laughs) drone footage was there. Debbie McGuire was loving every second of it. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just thrilled. But he he made he made good on that, uh, which I would expect him to, right? 
Uh, and it sounds like Krista Gerlich is next. I think she doubled in. She got, got in on that action too. So Did she? I didn't know that. Is she going to wear like her sparkly boots? I would certainly hope so. Like she, I think she should. Not only is she a really good basketball coach, but she also knows social media and knows yes. how to play to a fan base, especially one like Texas Tech's. Um, she engages it's, with fans online in a in a positive way, and, and not like like the 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 GA on the football team that was like being snarky with guys that were being negative about the team, or like uh, the special teams coach for uh, for Cliff Kingsbury that that uh, snapped at me when I was critical of a a, a punt return or something. Uh, what was his name? The Tomerdal. No, no, no. It, 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 he, he, he played at Tech. He was like in Kingsbury's first year. So it was a, it was a player turned coach. Um, he's a receiver, lightly used guy, but he was, uh, that's going to bother special me. Special teams? Yeah. He, he, he coached special teams for Cliff Kingsbury. Man, I don't know. Man, let me look this up. Only receiver I can think of is Morris. Uh, and it's like on the tip of my tongue. Coach special teams, obviously. What's his name? I'm on the Wikipedia page. <clears throat> come on, come on, Trey Haverty. Oh, there okay, okay. Golly, I was okay. I was not gonna get. I was not gonna think of that. So Gerlich is no Trey Haverty, is what you're. Is what you're saying? No, no, no. <laughs> Much better than Trey Haverty, at least handling social media. Um, I believe she's also involved in a crane climbing, uh, wager of sorts. Um, that's awesome. Speaking of construction updates, did you see that they, they were pouring the foundation for the new building today? Re- very no, recently. I did not today. So, today was a good day to pour ca- concrete though. My God. <laughs> Quick cure. That stuff. That's, um, that stuff will break 3000 pounds about tomorrow morning. Good to go. I don't load it up. Know those, don't know the words you just said, but um, <laughs> construction's moving ahead. They've obviously torn down the building and are working on building it back up. Uh, it will be a little bit of a juggling act in the season once it comes to that. Uh, what the South End is going to look like for the fall, who even knows? But the uh, rotation of using buses and trucks and all that kind of stuff for, for visitors, uh, changing rooms and locker rooms is fascinating. And I have, I have no sympathy for teams. Like who was it? Like, uh, West Virginia turned off the AC in the visitors team locker room when, when, when Texas tech was there, maybe it was Houston yes. too. It may be a, um, it may be a, uh, what's his name? He was not there when it happened at Houston, so it's not it's not a Dana Holgerson thing. But ironic that two teams that he's coached at this has happened against Texas Tech. But no sympathy. I'm excited for the project, uh, making progress because going forward, you're going to now start to see things coming back up instead of it going down. Um, not in time for the season, obviously, because it will be done next summer. But uh, lots of things happening all right let's uh let's begin to wrap this up michael because we've gone over an hour and um 
What do you say? Yeah, I, I think we should, we probably should. Did we? Uh, okay, yes, we did. Let's um, let's get to questions because Michael is smart and I <laughs> ask people for questions. First time in a long time we've done that, but uh, we'll do that now. All right. So Michael asked a question. Asking all them questions. Um, there are any sizzling off-season topics we must address? First, I want to start with seeing Scarlet over under on popcorn sort popcorn sold at the USA this upcoming season. Oh my gosh! Okay, over so under. Here's 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 a quick. I think What's the unit you want to use? Yeah, boxes. buckets. Pounds. I'm gonna go with boxes because when you go to when you go to the a tech basketball game, to my knowledge, it comes in a box because my I, little I think girl it's a, loves I think it's a popcorn. sealed box. Yeah, yes. it's fantastic stuff. She loves so our our tradition is usually tradition habit. I don't know, but it's usually you're building a tradition, usually, man. <laughs> Yes, that's right. She usually has to have popcorn and peanut M&Ms. Those are like the things. Okay. And, Solid and I, choices. I'm like, yeah, I feel really good about that because <laughs> those do even, those even go well together if they happen to just like cross pollinate. It's fine. If you just mm-hmm. got a handful of M&Ms and popcorn, you just, whatever, just go for it. So attendance, I think for the Lady Raiders was roughly 5K a game. For men, I think it was... 15, no, not 15, 13 or 14, something like that. I think I would imagine the men would stay roughly the same, but I bet the women's go up. Um, I would hope that they get to like 6K a game. And so let's say that's 20,000 people per men's and women's basketball game. And there are 36 games between the two. Correct. And then let's say out of those, let's see. So we're already at 36 times 20,000. We're not even including volleyball guys. I'm, I'm sorry. We made we, we may add on a, like a 20 concert. Once we get to this point, oh, yeah. man, you're right. Okay. We're not, we can't or, include concerts. This will only cover basketball Texas tournament. Texas <laughs> yeah. Events. That's true. Cause I thought about throwing that in there too, because heck next month, might be quite a bit of popcorn sold at the USA. So let's say there's 20,000 fans per 36 games combined between men's and women's basketball. That's 720,000 people. Of course, I'm sure a lot of those are repeat people. How many of those do you think get popcorn? Do you think it's 25% of the crowd gets popcorn? Do you think it's that high? Do you think it's 15, 20, 10? Let's go 12 and a half. Okay. Okay. So 72, no, 720,000 times point. One, two, four. Okay. So that's 90,000 boxes sold. And then if you round up, give me a round over up under, the volleyball over team under. and the concerts. What are you setting it at? Well, I don't know. 100,000. Just a cool 100,000. I think I'm with you. Okay. So 
thank you seeing Scarlet. That was that was a fun <laughs> a fun exercise that of course I made ultra nerdy. But let's say yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, Spencer. So now that we've set the over under at a hundred thousand boxes of popcorn, are you taking the over or the under? So you said seven hundred thousand people would be at the games. Correct. So that would be twenty. So I think that's times thirty-six. Hold on, I think. And then times before we get there, <laughs> I think we're overestimating here because twenty twenty-two and twenty twenty-three basketball attendance for men's was two hundred twenty-five thousand. Oh wait, well then over seventeen games. Well, the, the, the daily tour door. So maybe we need to look at like something to answer to 350,000. Across the basketball teams. I need to get to the stats page on the women's team. Okay. The page is loading. New website with all of its fancy bells and whistles is a little slow. No stats to show. No, here it goes. Women's team had, they pulled in 103,000, yeah, 103,000 fans. So add that to the Texas Tech 2, the the men's team, the 225. You're at 325. I bet you could probably get 350 between the two teams next season. Okay, so still, we're going to go with the 12.5% of that. Yeah, let's go 12.5%. So basically half. So 43,750 boxes of popcorn. Let's go 45. So over or under on 50K. <laughs> Give me the over because it's going to be entertaining as hell yes. in Texas Tech next season. Yes. <laughs> Watch some pop. Okay. All right. Thank you. Shelby and Sibby. All right, Steve Novak. Best food shows bracket. This may be a uh, something we add to our, our list of things to talk about. Uh, and not, not just tonight, yes. but, but we just kind of teed up a little bit. I nominate The Taco Chronicles on Netflix. I haven't even heard of it. Sounds fantastic. Agree. He says, Beautya included. Is that included in the, in the show? In the bracket somewhere? Is, it, is that something you need to eat the tacos as you're watching the show? Because I can get down on some birria tacos. Is that the same thing as birria? <laughs> I was trying to remember how you, how you pronounced it. Yes, that's that's the same stuff. One of the same. You know what's funny? Um, is I always try to remember how you pronounce it correctly. And I, I, usually I try to pronounce it correctly. And it first. There are probably people that are like, oh my gosh, Spencer, stop. That's hey, hideous. No. That's see. That's why I, I throw in Bedia. my awful, yeah, Berea. Berea. Some of them Berea good, tacos. I did. Uh, I did want to throw out there. Yeah, I think Steve. I appreciate that question because that is something we'll both dive into. We should add it to our notes already. I'm going to throw out one out right away. The Chef Show. Chef Show is a really good food show uh, with Roy Choi and um, John Favreau. Is it Roy Choi? Am I right on that? Yes. Okay. 
It's on Netflix. I think there's two or three seasons and they're all, you know, 30 minutes a piece. A lot of times there's a guest, but not always. They go places, but sometimes it's just at his house. They're cooking. They've been to Austin, hung out with Aaron Franklin, cooked with him. Lots, lots of people on it. It's, it's a good show, but I do need to think harder about this. I like this question a lot. Okay. So you want, you want like a full on bracket? Like we'll do like, like, do we want to put it to the people and have like a voting? Like, um, we could like have a daily, like to, poll. Yeah. We might have to narrow it down ourselves. And like, I don't think we could go with, let's could do like a 16 team bracket or something. I don't, Diners, drive-ins, and dives. Sixty-four. Yeah, that's that's a one seed. Uh, Chopped. Chopped is a good one. A lot Uh, of people like Chopped. I'm. I'm I'm a sucker for the Pioneer Woman. I'll say that. Cupcake Wars. Nailed it. I like how Reed Drummond says potatoes. Potatoes. You ever? She says potatoes. She's from Oklahoma, so. It's not potatoes. It's potatoes. Potatoes. Every time. It's great. All right. We'll uh we'll 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 formulate a bracket and and we'll 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 we'll, we'll bust that out and we'll we'll name a best food show. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Let's uh let's wrap this up with what do we learn? What do you say, Michael? Let's do it. All righty. Going yard update really quick. Um, Bermuda's taken off in the backyard, especially, but it's taken off. It's loving the heat. I'm hoping actually this heat is going to kill off the rest of the rye, but um, it's going well. I did. I did find out this is not really going yard, but going yard adjacent. I have two mice in my shed. Um, they tore open a bag. Is that kind of like what? having, you know, it's, you see two mice, so you probably have more like eight. I don't know. I, I, I got a couple of those, I got f- a four pack of sticky traps thinking I just had the one my, one mouse. And then I, I uncovered them today. I was like, crap, there's two. And probably there's about to be a bunch more. If we're going to be honest, there's two in there, you know? But so what I, what, how I found this one, I saw, I saw one running along the, the side on the inside the side of the shed that you know, I was like, man, get out of here. What are you doing? Like, I don't even know you had, might have a mouse in the backyard. He didn't get out before I was done mowing. So I closed the doors on. I was like, well, if he's still in there, it's probably going to die. Right. It's hot. There's, there's no air. And like, I don't know if he can get in or out. Um, nope. There's a mic there. And then the other day I, I opened the, the shed door and no, he's still alive because he had broke open, broken open a, one of the bales of peat moss I had left over and made himself a little nest with it, which was surprisingly cool. It's like, oh, smart. The, the, his little nest of peat moss is cool. He's probably how he's surviving in the, in the shed. Um, bust, he broke open the bag of rye seed I had in there when I'm going to overseed next time. Uh, then a bunch of the other bags that I have in there, fertilizer or, uh, fungicide and, uh, like pesticide have little holes in it too. Oh, also like the little, 
bag of rose food from when we had roses at the other house. That has a little hole in it too. I was like, this dude probably doesn't feel very well. Uh, but there's two of them still alive. So there are a few sticky traps waiting for him. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if I catch anything. Probably not. They're Definitely probably like too smart right now. Yeah. They're going to, are going to go around yeah. it. Um, so this, this next little bit, I want to talk about Michael. I'm wearing a Whataburger shirt, but I want to talk about Brahms for a second. Please, please do. Tangential foundational. We're, we're going to, we're going to set this up for a second. Samantha engaged in a, a friendly wager with her brother on some health and fitness and weight loss goals between Father's Day and October 1st. Okay. She got me engaged in this as well, which is fine. Like we, we were both ready to, to make some changes and, and, and to lose some weight. Uh, I, 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 I've talked about this before. I've been losing weight unintentionally because of my stomach issues since November, December. Um, I need to officially hit the, the first scale again. Um, but it's possible. It's possible, Michael, I'm down 50 pounds. Shoo. Since December. That's a, that's like a second but grader. <laughs> my, my soon to be fourth grader is 65 pounds. So it's just about a fourth grader. Um, I need to double check and confirm that that, that scale is, is not off. Cause like where I'm at now on my scale at the house is 50 pounds lighter than their, their scale. But if I get back on theirs, cause it's my neighbor's house, I, I got on their scale when I was house sitting for them they went on vacation. Uh, they were on a cruise back when it was like negative 50 and I was checking on the other house and their pipes back in December. If you all remember that time. Um, if their scale now matches what my scale says now, then I, I, I can, I can say, okay, it's been, it's actually 50 pounds or I, or I can adjust and say it's, oh, it's more like 30 or 20, whatever, whatever. I don't know how much it would be off, but, um, so in this effort, we've reduced our eating out. We've increased our, our good meals. We've been tracking our meals and, uh, and keeping a food journal, which is fantastic for keeping up with what you're eating. That, that sounds stupid, but like realizing how much that like you can overeat or how much yeah. you can just snack throughout the day and then not realize like if you write it down, like, well, actually, holy crap, I had, I had set seconds at dinner and then, but my, my, my first helping was like 1200 calories or whatever. Yeah, I had a turvis um, full of Cheez-Its at two thirty because I was bored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like, uh, with that, like when we do go out to eat, we try to, we try to get the healthier options, lower calories, higher protein, that kind of thing. Um, the same brother, my brother-in-law, Samantha's brother is a big fan of Brahms and he's like, there are actually some really good options. If you go to Brahms, you can eat out and go to fast food place, uh, and, and not feel so bad about eating out while you're trying to lose weight. And I went there and I got interested in their California sandwich. I say sandwich because it's offered in both burger, grilled chicken, and fried chicken. Uh, I got the California grilled chicken sandwich. California Chipotle grilled chicken sandwich. So it's a grilled chicken, breast, Chipotle sauce, cheese, avocado, lettuce, tomato. It was freaking fantastic. Realizing, I actually do enjoy this. The grilled chicken, cheese, 
bacon in some places, an avocado combination. It hits, man. Slaps. Brahms is better so, than it probably I have ever given it credit for. I won't replace yes. it with uh, I, I won't replace my my beloved Whataburger. Um you can you can you can find healthy options anywhere. Like it's limited, obviously. You you go to Whataburger, you gotta you know, like you know you're getting your your majority of your calories and fries, or you're gonna be like, Man, I'm I'm gonna skip the fries today. I'm gonna just do um I'm gonna splurge and get onion rings, which are surprisingly better than fries, but um or just salad or apple slices. Anyways, Brahms. That's the point of all this. I had it. I didn't hate it. It's actually pretty good. Samantha got the, the burger version of this sandwich. Also pretty good, but I think we both agreed the grilled chicken version was way better. So if you're going to yeah. Brahms and you're not set on a burger, you should try the California Chipotle grilled chicken. The other thing, th- th- this is where my, my brother was like, here's how you can make it good. You can sub out your fries for Greek yogurt. So you go over to the market oh. side and you get a, a, when, you know, a serving Greek yogurt out of the cooler and they have like eight different flavors, right? I got uh, blueberry pomegranate. Oh, it was way good. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. You sub fries for Greek yogurt. Well, I picked a heck of a time to start to become lactose intolerant. Well, I do think well, that sucks. Brahms. Yeah. Uh, and you said, did you try the Brahms sauce? You had some thoughts on it, I think. Uh, so, did you, the, the, so did someone in your party have fries and you were able to? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. So the little the ones, the Brahms sauce. The little ones still got their, their standard grilled or, uh, chicken strips and fries. Um, the older one surprisingly doesn't eat fries very often, which probably explains why he's 65 pounds at nine years old and not 80 or 85 pounds. But, um, he, the little one, our, our, our middle child, he ate his fries. He also had a yogurt. So he had a yogurt, he had his chicken strips and he had our oldest fries as he was eating fries. Uh, Samantha and I both had a fry or two each and we tested out, uh, if we liked it better with the, with the ketchup or the Brahms sauce, Brahms sauce is pretty good. I believe it's like, was it thousand Island mayonnaise? I, it's some kind of dressing, it, but it's got a ton of black pepper in it. Oh, for sure. Which is really good too. I, love I think that's pepper. what saves it. I think that's what makes it to me. It tastes a lot like, um, cane sauce, but way more better, peppery. If that makes any sense. Yeah. I, I think it's just way more pepper. It's, it's like, um, it's almost like a cold gravy, which that's a horrible way it's to describe better than it, it sounds. But, uh, better than it sounds yeah i mean that in a good way um yeah i've i'm actually i haven't seen my mom in a while or just you know our, it's just kind of been weird and so i was like hey what about friday um uh you know we could ha- go have lunch together or i could just bring some lunch by your house she's like why don't you pick up some brahms on friday and come by the house i'm like you got it you got you it, get? mom. So I What'd will be get? going over there. Oh, no, I'm going. Oh, Friday. you're going. You're going Friday. Yeah. So maybe I'll get that chicken sandwich because my go to there good, is either is it's well, most of the time I get that jalapeno cheeseburger they have. That one looks really I good, too. Good. I, I'll be it's honest. That looks so good. good. And it's got Swiss cheese on it, I think. Um, But yeah, 
the combination of that and then the crinkle cut fries with the Brahms sauce. Yeah, I've never gotten their chicken. I've just I think I've only gotten burgers. I wasn't that impressed with their sausage biscuit. Maybe it was a bad day because other people really seem to like them. But the burgers have been great every time. And the ice cream is really good. No offense to Dairy Queen, but it's real ice cream. So that that if you're not a soft serve fan, you go to Brahms, you're going to get an actual scoop of ice cream and whatever you order. So, uh, so good, so good. No, I was just gonna, I was gonna give uh, like just so some numbers, some numbies. Um, because I, I, I compared it really quickly. It's like if I was to get what I would have normally gotten at like a Whataburger, um, with like a diet soda, but also got fries, all that kind of stuff. It was like fourteen hundred calories. Yeah, Whataburger adds up really significant. Quickly. That five inch, that five inch bun can hold a lot of calories. <laughs> Um, the sandwich to the best of my knowledge, the way that we were able to figure on this app that we're using and the yogurt came in at seven fifty. It's pretty good. It's not bad. You can do better, but sure for, but for eating out. Like good. if you, if you're, if you're trying to be conscious of this and you know, you're going to go eat out, you can, you, you can budget for, for some extra calories, some extra carbs or whatever. <laughs> Uh, throughout the day. Oh, I like that. I like the using the word budget for that. I should remember that. Yeah. Well, so I had a burger experience in Vegas. Okay. Did you Went go to, to any of those first. places? Shh. Like, are, 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 are you aware of Keith Lee? No. Do you know who he is? Not. He's like, okay. He's a, he's a viral food reviewer. Mainly, he's mainly known for his reviews on TikTok. And basically like, a company or a restaurant will come to and it's like, Hey, can you, can you review our food? And what will happen is usually it's a, it's a restaurant that's struggling. He reviews it, posts his review the next like week or so they're slammed. It's like the opening of a new restaurant in Lubbock is whenever he gives a review, they are packed. Anyways, I didn't know if like you trying knew to this guy, if you were like Johnny fabs right now or whatever it's called. Supposedly you can get in at lunch. Supposedly, maybe, maybe, maybe we need to convene a steak in the plains love it group and go have lunch over the is it Johnny Fab's Cadillac Grill. I think is that so. What's called? All right, I think so. And and there's uh then there's that the Fresh American or something. That's new too. Yeah, yeah. I think that one just. Sorry, you 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 went to some place in Vegas. Nine other ones closed. It's well, it's a chain. <laughs> I mean, it's similar to what you did. It was I went to. Well, we went to several places, but the only one I'm going to talk about is Shake Shack. I finally had a Shake Shack burger. We were staying not too far from the New York, New York. We went over there and just got the Shack burger. You know, it's just whenever I go to a place and I've never had it before, I just get like the their basic. Here's our burger. I get that burger. And Spencer, I tell you, it was fantastic. And it was good to hear. It was small. It was a lot smaller than I thought. And it, it was like, just like the really the four inch burger, like, like a junior size. Yes. You would expect like, like a Whataburger junior. Yes, it was, it was, it was like that. Um, lettuce, tomato, shack sauce, which is kind of like a thousand islandy thing. Toasted potato bun. Very soft, very perfectly toasted. And then of course they have crinkle cut fries too. 
and uh, they didn't have a sauce or anything. Well, I mean, I don't know enough. There was probably some sauce I could have asked for, but I didn't really enjoyed that burger. So I had my first Shake Shack. Hmm. Yeah, it's a smaller burger. I could have eaten two. But I have a problem. So that's that's not for Well I'm I'm still trying to Go ahead. I was gonna say I'm I'm still trying to figure out the right foods to eat to keep me full because like I'm I'm going through bouts of like I'm actually still really hungry. Which Okay, duh. It's it's been a week and a half, right? Like I'm I'm still getting over like the 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 mental side of I'm used to eating this much. I need to recalibrate and eat this much and understand that my stomach has been stretched and all that kind of stuff. But also like I need to find the foods that are filling that last longer. Fries, not them. Rice, not no, it. No. No. <laughs> uh some <laughs> some of like more the bushel. calorically dense foods that actually don't fill you up. Fries are up there, man. Um, but yeah, like protein and, uh, good fibers, stuff like that. Anyways, yeah, I would say it was like peanut butter and something. But peanut butter and apples like kind of do it for me sometimes. It's that hydrogenated oil. It's not so good for you, man. Well, you get the, you get the, the, the all natural peanut butter, the Justin's or something. <laughs> pay, pay a little extra dollar for it. Sure. You get that sure. stuff. I've never had it. I think uh I think we've sufficiently gone off the rails, Michael. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Thanks. Um, thanks for hanging on. Anyone. Questions definitely helped. Uh the 18 different topics we had during going yard definitely helped. All right, what do we learn? Um thanks for hanging with us. Stick with us. Next week we're gonna talk about um there's an interesting article that came out on fourth down analytics from our, our guy, Bill Connolly, uh, over there at ESPN. We're going to talk about the football strength of schedule, big 12 football strength of schedule and Michael's movie expedition into baseball movies. So we'll do that next week, but this week all about recruiting, uh, officially off season. I think we said that now twice, but that'll do it for us in the 23 personnel podcast for Michael next time thank you for listening to the 23 personnel podcast help us out by subscribing rating the show and leaving a review follow us on twitter at 23 personnel spencer at punt suck and michael at michael underscore lbk be sure to catch the next episode and until then guns up and let the tortillas fly